You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Vegas. It's rock. It's dogs. It's Vegas Rock Dog Radio. A rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. Stand by for great guests and cool advice. All in one rocking hour. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. That's 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring on the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening in. And you are listening in to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. My name is Sam, and I'm your host for this coming hour today. And it's going to be a great show, lots of information, and a great guest that's going to be uh, calling in. And if you're in Las Vegas, uh, you're going to definitely be interested in this particular guest of mine. And um, it's going to be a great show. So... I was just telling Mike here that I put a little bit too much uh, ginger in my juice this morning. <laughs> my throat's still on fire. <laughs> Light it up. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I think if you put a match in front, it, I would self-combust. Flame on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is rock and roll, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Is, yeah, that's rock and roll. <laughs> Flame on. If you're not awake, put a lot of ginger in your juice in the morning. I do love ginger, I have to say. So, uh, before we get started, let me tell you where you're going to find us um, as far as the internet goes. And it's many places, so I'm sure you'll find us in one of them. Our website is VegasRockDogRadio.com. Our Ustream is Ustream.tv. The channel is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Facebook is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. And our Twitter account is Vegas Rock Dog Show. No W on the end. Drop the W. Be a little lazy in your pronunciation. Vegas Rock Dog Show. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, the only thing you have to really think about on the Twitter is I couldn't get that perfect name that I needed. The call-in number is 702-483-4444. And like I said, you're listening live to our show from VegasAllNetRadio.com. Our Instagram account is VegasRockDog. And if you want to pick up some rock and roll clothing for you and your pet, you'll go to VegasRockDog.com. This is how this radio show all came about. I started a clothing company 10 years ago for rock and roll pets, 10 years ago. And from from that one move, <laughs> it took me to where I am today because um, I got involved with a heck, of, a heck of a lot of rescues who would ask me for gift baskets and that kind of thing. And then I started producing my own fundraising events because I like an event where you can take a dog and have a cocktail. That's my kind of event. And uh, I help as many rescues as I possibly can and individual cases and uh, causes. So um, that's how it all started from a clothing company, which I still have. And um, then the radio show came and who knows where we're going to go next. Actually, I'm going to be announcing something next week. Um, but a few little details have to drop into place before I can make that announcement. But we are expanding our business. That's all I'm going to say. So um, if you're on Vine... I haven't done a lot on Vine, but if you're on Vine, it's Vegas Rock Dog. And um, there are some funny Vines on there, but it's just another thing to manage, isn't it? And Google Plus is Sam Ratcliffe. And there are a couple of ways you can download apps for the show. The first way you can download the app is actually going to uh, my show page on VegasOnnetRadio.com. And you'll see the link for a Droid app, which is Google Play, or a, an Apple app, which is the Apple link. Really easy. That's actual station's 
app. So once you download that, you'll look for my show. Or you can actually download load the show's app, and that's on yap.us, Y-A-P-P dot U-S, and find the show, Vegas Rock Dog Radio, once you've downloaded it. And you'll have it at your fingertips, and you won't have to look for it on the Internet. Boom, we'll be there. You can listen live and get all the updates and the galleries on there and all the blog posts, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's just a lot of stuff. <laughs> but the app does make your life a lot easier. And I know that some of our listeners in England and Australia are using the app. So I know it works. And that's all that I care about is that it works. So I'm going to move very quickly on to my tip of the week. This is a fun one. Who is not taking photos of the pets? I actually, you know what, sometimes <laughs> I kind of judge people that don't post enough pictures of the pets. <laughs> I'm like, how come I haven't seen a picture of that dog in a week? What's wrong with these people? <laughs> And then I'm sure people look at mine and say, what's wrong with her? She posts a thousand pictures a week of her pets. And I'm still going to. That's how it's going to go down. So, like I said, who is not taking pictures of the pets and um, figuring out your filters and your this and the that? But um, as many of you know, um, my big girl, Galaxy, she is a little black beauty. Um, but she wasn't the easiest to photograph when, when I first got her. Um, she would get lost in the pictures. She would get really, really lost. I love photography. Um, I actually did a course here at UNLV many years ago. Um, back when you learned, you know, it wasn't digital. It was like you really had to know how to use a camera. Um, but anyone that follows me on Instagram, do they just know that I love taking photos of my dogs? But over the years, I've learned how to show Galaxy off in her best light. And so then some of these tips are really going to help you when it comes to photographing your little black beauties yourself. Really, really simple. Black and white. White. Think in black and white. It sounds crazy, but I learned this the hard way when I was working with black and white film. I was still thinking in color. So if I saw a red, I'd think, oh, that's going to really pop on this photograph, forgetting that it was going to be in black and white. And then they looked terrible. <laughs> Everything became kind of um, wishy-washy because what, what I wasn't doing was looking at contrast. Would the blacks really black? Would the whites be really, really white? And that's when I started to really learn about, well, as I say, contrast and uh, thinking in black and white because if you do that and say, hmm, would it look good in black and white? No, maybe not. Then you need to change, you know, your background, your location, your lighting or whatever. Um, and this is not meant for you to go, you know, have to go to school <laughs> to learn how to take these photos. But these are really, really simple tips that really help. So uh, that's your black and white. So think in black and white. Are your whites white? Are your blacks black? Will it look good in black and white? And that way you will really, really figure out contrast. The background, keep it simple. Keep it light colored. That will really, really help. And... um that will help keep your pet, your black pet, the main focus of your photograph and avoid those busy and dark backgrounds. Light. I love natural light. Oh, my gosh. These are some of the best photographs that you'll ever, ever take of your pets. And so if you actually can place your pet... Um, Usually they're by the window anyway, looking to see who's going up and down the street. <laughs> but if you can place your pet where the light's coming kind of behind it to the side of them, um, it's going to really, really help um, enhance the edges of your pet's fur and uh, it gets a more defined f uh, photograph. Another thing is outdoor photographs. Everybody thinks, oh, it's a great sunny day. Let's go and take pictures. But those bright, bright sunny days can really put a harsh light on your pet's coat making it really super, super shiny and really um, 
out of balance. So even though it's bright outside, photograph them in the shade. You'll get great images. Really, really, really simple. Focus on their eyes. Some people just look at the picture like, oh, here's, here's my whole dog or my whole cat. I'm just looking at Snap. But if you actually think how you want the photograph to be, I know it sounds crazy, and you think, you know what, I need to focus on the eyes, so I, you will actually start start changing how you photograph. Um, you're bound to get a great, a really great photograph if you actually do that, because you're going to capture their personality, and that's what we're trying to do with any of our pet um, photographs. And finally, silhouettes. Silhouettes. I'm a fan of silhouettes. I'm a fan of silhouettes if I haven't taken a good picture. <laughs> I can actually adjust the contrast and the light. Some of these apps are brilliant and really make it, I call it extreme editing, yeah, and really ex- make it extreme. So sometimes I'll make it black and white and then I'll do something crazy with the contrast and there you go. You've got a, you've got a, sometimes you've got a, a man-made manufactured silhouette and sometimes you just get super, super lucky and you get to capture their shape and um, they make for wonderful photographs. So these are tips that you could just apply whether you use a real camera or whether you use an app. And as I say, we're a little more forgiving on these apps now because we've got so much we can do with them as far as editing. But it will help you get better pictures of your black pet. And it would really, really help for anyone that works in rescue because we all know they're just hard to photograph sometimes. So um, I'm going to put these tips up on the blog post so that you can... uh, you can uh, read them and uh, hopefully get some examples for you and uh, pop them up on there and hopefully that will help you. So that's my tip of the week. That's my tip tip of the week. So I promised I would do a quick update on Crufts. Crufts is, and um, this happened a couple of weeks ago, and Crufts is uh, the do- a dog- big, big dog- national dog show in the UK and they had a number of things happen during the show. Uh, so I promised I would follow up on these three particular incidents that happened. The first was that a dog was poisoned and tragically died as a result of that. And after toxicology tests, it was determined that Jagger, which is the name of the dog, uh, beautiful Irish red setter, was indeed poisoned uh, by meat laced with um, a pesticide. Uh, which we know is very, very deadly to our pets, so that's why we need to keep that stuff locked away from them. But um, they are now saying that the dog was not poisoned at Crofts in England, that it was poisoned in Belgium once the dog got home. So um, there is no... Uh, this is what the vet, vet is actually saying. So it's not been established when the dog ate this meat. And uh, I'll just keep on it because how does your dog eat poisoned meat? If you didn't give it to them, who did, you know, and why would they have done that? It's just horrific. So that is kind of the updates, not the greatest updates. It's very, very sad. Then there was a handler who was mishandling a dog. The handler was a U.S. handler who was told repeatedly to stop mishandling a dog as per the rules and guidelines um, at Crofts. But she still continued to do so, and she won. (laughs) I'm kind of a stickler for rules. If there are rules, follow them. I'm kind of that person, you know. Let me get this right here. <laughs> We're talking about a, a, a nationally sanctioned event. Big event. Yeah. Big event there. Yeah. Like how they have the Win- Westminster yes. show here. Same level. Okay. Yeah. And there are all kinds of judges, and these are professional people and yeah. professional handlers, okay? Yeah. We're not just talking about getting somebody off the street. <laughs> no. And they have basic, or they have rules, but mega rules. Mega rules, yeah. Just and following people. She was warned or advised on multiple occasions. Yes. And what she was doing was she was lifting the dog up by its tail and by its neck. Up and off the table. Surprised the animal didn't bite her. Do you know what? If I did that to my dog in a dog park, I, someone would call 
called the uh, animal control. I'm just surprised the animal didn't reach around and snatch on her. I know. Who wants to be picked up that way? I mean, it's ridiculous. But I mean, anyway, she won? But the, She won, but here's the thing. Those rules are, you can do that here in the U.S. They allow you to do that in the U.S. Well, they shouldn't allow you to do it, period. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they, so she was told, no, these, these are cross rules. We don't do that here. You cannot uh, mishandle your dog. She continued. They let her win. Ah, oh, credibility. Where's your integrity? Where is it? I'm just going to say, yeah, you, you just hit it right on the nail. <laughs> credibility. Down the drain. Yeah, down the drain. It takes one episode for people to lose all credibility, and that's kind of how I feel about that situation. Yeah, you know what? They should have either fined her, banned her for a period of time. They should not strip the, the award from the dog, because that's not the dog's fault, you know. But um, just just really, really not appropriate. And I've heard that they actually do that kind of handling to not mess up their fur. I'm sorry. Don't mess up the spine either, <laughs> you know, by picking up by the neck of their tail. So um, strangely enough, and I thought this was quite interesting, was Crofts have now stated that they will review their own guidelines. What does that, <laughs> what does that mean? They're going to include it? <laughs> Well, I'm not sure what that means. So I'm going to follow up on that little thing. That's very strange. No, they have rules written. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird. And then they, they say, well, she apologized. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> it's not hard to do the right thing. It really isn't. Is it, it's not hard to do the right thing. It just isn't. I'm just surprised that this lady that's a professional dog handler that's going out of the country to a European show or uh, out of the country, like I said, to a European show, and she doesn't understand what the rules, and then eventually an official comes and says, we don't do that here, and she continues and she to go, then wins. And then wins. <laughs> What's the it, odds on that? It pays to be bad. <laughs> Must be. It's crazy, isn't it? So who knows what these review of these guidelines is going to include. It doesn't always mean it's going to be a good thing, so you never know. They might include it. Who knows? But we'll find out for you as this continues. And the final thing that happened, and I cannot get, cannot get an answer on this. Uh, it was a very shocking uh, photograph that surfaced of a man who, when I looked at that photograph, looked like he was choking his dog, dragging it uh, around the parking, uh, parking lot car park um, at Crufts itself. The, the photo's distressing. That, the look on that dog's face, his tongue's hanging out. Really, really, really horrible. I guess he claimed that he was, the dog was choking, but my, yeah, you were choking it. <laughs> but for, for me, uh, my dog picked up a chicken bone, and let me tell you, my hand was, I was on the floor, and I was trying to get that out of her mouth. I wasn't stood there looking at the camera. I mean, literally, he's got the dog right up, and then the dog's on its back legs only. Looks like he's, he's trying to, like, shove it in the car. It's not a good situation. And then last night, I did a little more digging, and I found a video of him. He's, I guess he's, he's British, lives in Florida, part of the Canadian obedience team. And uh, so they've identified who this guy is. But I did find a video of him and his dog, and looking at the dog's body language during this obedience thing, the dog looks frightened of him, very unsure, almost in a cowering position while they're doing this obedience stuff. And just constantly looking at the one, licking its lips a lot, you know. So not not good signs of a relaxed, calm, happy dog. So and there were a lot of comments under that video, saying, "Oh, you were caught hitting the dog with the uh, the belt," on another episode. So I'm gonna keep following up. I've tried to get hold of the uh, RSPCA in England because this is where this happened to try and find out if something there was an investigation or like what is happening because. Uh, I know a photograph can tell you a million things, but my gut instinct was like, this is shocking, and it makes me sick. Well, put a chain around him and drag him around a parking lot. I'm all for, like, give you the same treatment. (laughs) I really am. Yeah, let's see how that feels, you know. 
So um, I will I say I have no update on that other than finding that other video, and we will find out exactly what went on because I'm sure it was reported to the RSPCA, who would be investigating that in England. Mm. So not a good weekend for Crofts. I, and I have to tell you this, I'm personally not a fan of dog shows at all. It's just my personal opinion. Uh, you know, I'm a big rescue person, so not really into breeding. There are, of course, responsible breeders. Yeah. You, know, you go to their house. The dogs are in the house. You meet the mum and the dad, and that's kind of how it should go. And um, but it's just not my thing. However, saying that, there are a lot of people who sure love uh, money, awards, fame, endorsements. You know, based on their animal showing. Right. And sometimes they they like that more than that that's kind of supersedes the wellness of the animal sometimes you know so and it does happen and it happens in horse shows um where horses have been sabotaged the night before someone's gone in the stables and cut their mane and tail off because they can't show them then oh yeah this is there's some there's some crazy crazy people in the world of showing animals you know so as i'm not just not a big fan just not a big fan of any of that so but we'll try and follow up and we'll uh, and you know what I, I wanted to thank was the person that actually spoke up took that photograph and posted it out there and said no this is not acceptable to see this picture of this man doing this because i'd rather be wrong than have been right and not said anything yeah. in you know and when it comes to um comes to animal, animals and kids heck i stop people in target if they're rude to the person at the checkout. <laughs> My wife's the same way. She'll call you out in a minute. I can't stand it. What's your problem? I'm like, why are you being so rude? Like, well, the accent kind of stops people in their tracks anyway. But I can't bear for anyone to just be disrespectful to another person or an animal. I just can't bear it. You know, so I am that person who will speak up. There you go. Well, I was at a coffee shop last week and uh, there was a there was a guy out there with his dog and I didn't think he was being very nice to his dog either. The dog wasn't doing anything. It was just being a dog, you know. So another dog came by and did a little bark. So what? You know, dog's bark. And he was like, he dragged it back. And I went, I don't like how you're handling your dog. <laughs> he just looked at me like, who are you? You know, but I just, I wasn't going to sit there and, and look at that. It really? just wasn't. And so then I gave him a bit of a stare down <laughs> when he went to the bathroom. I left the dog with a girlfriend. And I said, he needs to be nicer to that dog. I'll mm. tell you that right now. So um, I, I've no, I, I just love animals that's it i just have to stand up for him <laughs> we have your guest standing by oh fantastic yeah, well tell ready. you what hang on the line there stacy we're going to take a very quick break because we'll listen to some words from our sponsors and we'll be right back because you're going to love my guest and what they've created here in vegas we'll be right back tired of wasting money on giant boxes of litter that don't work and don't last Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter with concentrated power. So even a small bag lasts one cat 30 days. Outstanding odor control, quick clumping, lightweight. It's even flushable. World's Best Cat Litter. Everything else is just litter. Find it near you at www.itsnotjustlitter.com. That's www.itsnotjustlitter.com. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Now, let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. And we're back. I've got a fantastic guest that's uh, waiting online. Um, if you know someone who, and you know what, this, this can also help anyone that's out of Vegas, of course. But if you know someone who is a uh, battered woman, scared to leave, scared to leave because they don't want to leave their pets behind, scared to leave because um, they think their pet will get killed, which is often the case. They won't leave um, because there is no alternative. Uh, to this situation and they will stay so they can protect their animals and um, it's um, it was a terrible terrible dilemma and it still is for many many women however my guest today is Stacy Colombo Alonso president of Noah's Animal House here in town located on the grounds of the Shade Tree Women's Shelter here in Las Vegas oh oh are you there Stacy <laughs> Hi there. You got Thank yourself you. got a little self a little round of applause there. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you are on the show with me today. Uh, first of all, I want to tell you we have a mutual friend in Kathy over at Barking Dogs. Oh, uh-huh. I love Kathy. So we, I, we go back many, many years, and yeah. I'm so proud of what she's accomplished at Barking Dogs and and how she's living her passion every day. She said the same about you. <laughs> Isn't that great? She she sent me a little message this morning, and uh, you know you just have those kind of friends that you say if someone says, "Oh, well, that's my friend," you're like, "Oh, they're going to be great." <laughs> you know, they don't need any pre-qualifying because that you right. know what that friend has quality friends. And I'm just thrilled that you came on the show today because what you're doing is quite amazing for women who are battered. So um, well, let's start. I tell you what, we need to start because anyone that's listening is probably going, "Oh my gosh, what is this place? Where is this place?" So tell us um, your website and any kind of social media links where we can find you on the internet. Oh, thank you so much. Noah's Animal House dot org is our website, and uh, also our, our Facebook right? and Noah Animal House. Just drop out the S um, okay. is our Twitter feed, and um, if you go onto our website, you will have. Um, you can experience many of our success stories and mm-hmm. click on each one of the our dogs and cats that have been a part of um, artistry and read about their mom and uh, and their kids and, and how their experience at at the shade tree and, and Noah's changed their lives. Now, why why was and when was Noah's Animal House built? What what who initiated and saying, oh my gosh, we need this in order for these women to be able to leave with their pets. How did that whole all start? I had been on the board of the Shea Tree um, for several years, uh-huh. and um, like you, I'm a crazy, <laughs> crazy pet person. Yeah. Um, and I had experienced a, a pretty drastic tra- tragedy, tragedy in um, 2000, and it, I lost my son's father while I was pregnant. Oh. And so when I was going through my pregnancy, I had my two rescue dogs that, and it got me through it all. And, oh, wow. you know, they, it was just me my, by myself every night. And, but those two dogs, um, being excited to see me and my support and knew when I was sad and never left my side prompted me, quite honestly, to ask the question at one of our board meetings to the executive director and said, what do we, do we ever have women come with their pets? Wow. Oh and she said, yeah, all the time. And I was like, well, what do we do? And, you know, she's like, well, Stacy, there's no pets allowed. You know, there's not any domestic violence shelters that allow pets. And, and it just kind of is like, wow. that's not acceptable, right? <gasps> and you go, yeah. oh, my gosh, I would have never gotten through my crisis without my pets. pets. And how do we expect women to do that every single day, have the courage to leave 
an abusive situation, yeah. go to a shelter, which at the end of the day is still a shelter, yeah. not home, yeah. and not have their best friend by their side. Oh, um, wow. So it just became my mission. Um, it's named after my son. Oh, uh, I, I love that. With. So Noah is my son. He's now 14. Um, we opened in 2007. Brilliant. the first um, full-service uh, shelter built on the grounds of a domestic violence shelter. There was a few shelters in the in the U.S. that had some type of pet service, whether it was a foster program I or see. a local main site. But we, we were like, we're going to build it so it sits right next door, and women and children can walk out of the shade tree and walk into Noah's <sighs> and have that wow. recovery and healing that only comes from an unconditional love of a pet. So, so you were the very first that had a facility on the same grounds for these women yes, in the country. Service. Yes. <sighs> yeah. That... That's yeah, and we built it where we have living rooms so that the women and children can take their dogs out of the kennels or the cats out of the con- condos and just go sit into a little living room environment and be normal for a while. So I think that's what made Noah's unique. And now there are, thankfully, there are several. You know, we 2% of the domestic violence shelters in the U.S. have um, now have a pet service program of some level. And there are a few that, uh, that are um, modeled the same as, as Noah's. But at the time, we were the first full-service built now, um, now, did, right next to it. did they did did these other shelters seek you out, or did you actually reach out to other shelters and say you probably should you know put this program in place? How how did that yeah. work? Did did the word get around about your shelter and um, for the women and the pets, and then you know say hey, how are you doing this? I mean, how did that kind of work? It, you know, it happened both ways. Um, the I had found a shelter. Um, in the Midwest that was having some level of pet services, and I had reached out to them initially and asked for their help, and they were so open with all of their policies and um, and learning experiences, and, and we shaped Noah that way and then obviously went way above and beyond. And part of that is because what people don't realize is Shade Tree services 350 women and children a night. Oh, you know, tonight there are a hundred <gasps> children at Shade Tree. Oh my gosh, I had no idea that you were housing right. that many. Um, we have that many clients, right? <gasps> so, so Noah's had to be proportionate to the number of clients we serve, which yeah. is larger than most shelters. And then since then, we do. We have a there's a network that we share information. And if any any domestic violence shelter in the country wants to come visit Noah's and learn from us, we're an open book. And and I think it works vice vice versa. We're actually um, just um, kind of announcing this on the show. We've just um, entered into a, a early. Um, preliminary relationship with a shelter in Reno, so there will be a second Noah's wow. in the state of Nevada. Um, hopefully, with you know, within a few years, as we build construction and work through the relationship. But it, it's incredible our, because it is it is life saving for the women, the kids, and the pets, isn't it? it and you know what? It, it's very humbling when mm. you're at the shelter and a woman does come to you and said, "I just want you to know." And they say it to my son, which is the most powerful thing. He's seven years old at the time, and a woman would come up to him and say. I want you to know you saved my life. <gasps> oh my God, I could cry. No. I swear. Oh, he would cry. <sighs> he would. He would. He would. And it, it's rewarding. It's humbling, and you know you're doing the right thing, which is the most important part. And yeah. you know that you, you know, any of us listening to the show, yourself, as it, um, you would never. If they say, if you leave, I'll kill the dog. You're oh, not leaving. You're right? never. You're, you're not. And you're, that's what happens. And and then um, it holds them hostage. And and I'm sure that would that takes because you know what it just, I think it just takes even more courage to leave and try and figure out an alternative if that's not available or you just don't 
bothering, you kind of stick it out, which, you know, every day you stay with someone like that, your life is at risk, you know. And so I, I can't imagine what the response was when these women go, I can bring my pets. I mean, that's quite incredible. And like you were saying, it's not just about bringing your pets. It's about your pets help you through these situations like right. you experienced for yourself, you know. I mean, right. just think of a day you've got, say, a flu or your allergies, and you're like, all you want to do is cuddle up with your pets and watch TV. Uh, you know what I mean? You feel better. True. You know, so, I mean, and that's on a very, very simple level. You know what I mean? This is not, oh, my life's in danger. But they do add so much to our lives. I've, I've had quite a few guests on who have been, they've said, if it wasn't for my dog or my cat, who knows what have happened to me? You know, um, I had a friend diagnosed with cancer, and the first thing I said, "What's the first thing that went through your mind?" He goes, "Who's going to look after my dogs if I'm not here?" Oh no, I've got to get well. This is simple as that, you know, because they mean so much to us. I, I like. I looked at your web. I read everything on your website, by the way. I <laughs> don't uh, know your purpose is. No pets allowed does not have to be the answer given to the U.S. domestic violence shelters when a woman and child need to flee an abusive situation. Noah's Animal House uh, Animal House Foundation will deliver a full service operating solution to select domestic violence shelters seeking the addition to a, of a pet program to their organization. I love that. The purpose is clear. It's simple and what you do for them. Uh, then your next thing is eliminate. So you eliminate the final barrier that is prohibiting domestic violence victims from leaving their abuser. Now, do you work... How does this, how does this work? Do... do in in how, in what way do you assist? As in, do you actually leave the facility to to help them get into the shelter with the pets, or do they they know they can come directly to you? Do you help them put a plan together? How does that work? They um, we we start when they arrive um, okay. at the shade tree, um, and so they the women and children will go through the process of intake at, at the shade tree. We will take the pets at Noah's, um, and then there is a full program um, both with the shade tree and Noah's for a healing and recovery and then a path for moving forward and self-sufficiency. Um, I think one of the, the most powerful stats that, you know, you learn a lot in operation, right? When we built yeah. Noah's, it was about removing the barrier, like give yeah. them a place to come that's safe. And now, as you just touched on perfectly, in, in seven years, we've learned that it's much more, it's as much about the recovery yeah. as it is about the escape. And we have, when, when women are at the shade tree with pets at Noah's, their return rate is less than 2%. And the women with a shade tree without pets at Noah's, their return rate's over 10%. Oh. And really what that's saying is when, when you have the, the examples that we have, when you compare those two audiences, it's that the women that have the healing of their pets, mm-hmm. stay longer, they definitely, and, and then they move forward with their life and they break that cycle. That's incredible. And, yeah, and we wouldn't have never, get, you know, quite honestly, we didn't even... We weren't even thinking about that. We were just like, get it open so that women can come. And yeah. we, while we were fundraising to build the building, we fostered 120 pets because women just started showing up. Like they <sighs> saw the fundraising articles and all they saw was pets except, you know, pets in the last Right, right? Yeah, like it doesn't exist So we were yet. like, oh my God. Uh, Noah and I had 14 cats at our house oh at one point. <laughs> oh <my laughs> we had foster cats in every single room because we weren't going to turn, uh, you know, a woman down and say we're not open yet. So cat hair, was a, cat hair was a condiment at your house at that time then. Oh, <laughs> it was, it was on everything. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's that's what I'm, I, I love what I'm hearing from you, which is, all right, we didn't have the building, but you know what? Here was a problem and this was our solution and this is what we did. You know, and it's amazing, I think, what the community will do once they know about it don't you think yes if, if yes. more people that's why know we're so appreciative of this time today with you oh my gosh i just uh you need a medal you deserve a medal you've earned your wings to go to heaven you know that for sure you know and you know what's amazing your son's going to continue this on which is 
another generation. And that's, that's where I think, I think we are when it comes to animals is, we need, this generation is not amazing. You know what I mean? Our next generation, if we work with them now, we can, you know, have some great kids that are compassionate, love animals, want to help them. And that's how it'll happen is, is, is educating them right now. Um, certainly we're a lot better than say 10 years ago. That's for sure. Um, but getting kids involved, what, what an amazing, I would like you say out of like kind of like an epiphany, like, well, what do they do when they try and escape? Well, we have we have to do something about this. And I think that's quite incredible because a lot of people may think it, but a lot of people may not put it put it into action and see. Um, and you've done so well in what, five, eight years, seven, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. October will be eight years. You know, I think it was just um, every door open for us that should have been difficult so it mm-hmm. was just meant to be meant and to i be. was lucky enough to be that carrier right of, of the cause so um it's pretty awesome <laughs> and you know like you were saying and another thing on here it says you know innovation the status quo is yesterday's news you know and i think that's a great statement because you know you always hear well that's how we've always done it that's how we've always done it oh it's always been that way um and you say no it's not going to be that way that's old news you know get over it we've moved over onto some new new news and i think that applies a lot in the animal world you know whether it's like we're talking about handling dogs lifting it from the neck and the tail well that's how they always did it and they always dragged them out of rabbit holes by their tails uh-huh. that's what we're bred for you know what that's old news <laughs> let's move forward you know we're, we're supposed to progress as human beings you know and uh um, um, I think it's quite incredible what you put together for these women. And I hope that anyone listening, if they know of someone or themselves, that will actually share this information. Because the more people know about this, the more they can, one, support you and support these women and these kids and these pets coming in. Now, I'm reading a thing here about stewardship. Uh, by planning ahead and holding ourselves accountable, we ensure the responsible and sustainable use of resources in the long term. So it sounds like this is a very, very well thought out organization that you've got um, what do you see coming in the future i mean are you going to expand are you going to open more facilities well, i know you just talked about reno which is fantastic news and another shelter like you say for nevada so what kind of plans do you have i mean is is noah's animal house too small does it need to you know expand what, what do you envision for it right now um i we, we definitely want to open up more noah's throughout the united states that's that's the our, our number one goal but we'll, um, Noah's Las Vegas will always be the flagship facility and, and, um, our, our home ground. I, we will, Shaytree is considering a capital plan to, um, expand their services and, and Noah's would expand at that time as, as well. Great. We are all, almost always full or close to full and we have foster, um, parents in place if, if we ever are full or if sometimes a pet just needs room to run around and because oh. they've been there too long. But, um, I do, I, um, if Shade Tree is successful in, in in growing their facility, Noah's would Noah's would definitely expand here as well. Now I have a quick question: how um, how long on average do these women stay in the shelter before they get on their feet? I know um, the economic situation can be really really difficult. I mean, we had that. Well, I still think we're not fully recovered from the recession anyway. Right. Um, so I'm sure that slows the whole process back. But on average, how long are they staying at the shelter? Um, on on average, it's six weeks. Okay. Um, when in the height of our recession, it was up to as as much as three months, because um, people just women couldn't find jobs. And yeah. It wasn't that they weren't trying; they just weren't able to find jobs. Right. We're seeing a little bit of um, relief, but not back where we were, you know, ten years before. Um, yeah. But uh, we have there if the if the client is involved in all of the programming and um, 
saving um, income that from a, whether it's from a job but not, not enough to go out on their own, yeah. they can stay up to Shade Tree for a year. And we've had women and wow. pets uh, for up to a year, wow. um, which is a long time for anybody, right? It's, you know, I, I'm like, you know, again, like you, the crazy dog person side <laughs> of it. So I'm like, oh, a dog's not meant to be in a kennel for a year, but you have no. to balance that, obviously, where there's a woman and potentially children in the shelter for a year as well. And that's right. It's not the ideal setting. And, you know, we just need it, to help them get on their feet. So we have job placement programs. We have wow. interview skills and, um, and then obviously just the healing and domestic violence barrier, um, uh, classes to and therapy classes to, to help them move to help everybody move forward so ba- basically you, you really do help them rebuild put themselves back together get the confidence back together feel safe within what they're capable of themselves you know so that they can like you say move from there because it is such a safe haven for them you know i'm right. sure it's quite scary when they first move on wow i can't believe this but I'm, I'm assuming when anyone stays for any period of time with you become part of the uh, family over there and and i'm sure now do you have people that come back who come and volunteer who come and stayed with you before when you help them get back on their feet you know i think that's one of the best success stories so i'm glad you brought it up um we have several former clients that are now such strong voices for noah's and they work every volunteer opportunity we have all the events and they openly tell their story you know which i think is a powerful message you and 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 again it, it relates to the just the emotional strength of the of the relationship with a pet because here you have domestic violence victims who very rarely speak out yeah. and um, and give publicity opportunities and we have so many of them that sign for publicity and become a voice for Noah's because they're so appreciative of having their pet with them during this the worst time in their life so they yeah. carry it forward and we are, are some of our strongest volunteers and again event leaders are our former clients. And there's nobody better to tell the story. The, yeah, with that, than, with that full experience and how you can actually turn your life around completely with the aid of such a great organization. So, like you were saying, you know, sometimes you get, you know, overwhelmed where you go, oh, we need some fosters and stuff. So we, I'm going to definitely be sharing your information because tons of my friends foster. And, um, and I don't want people to think that, oh, well, they, well, they just, everybody just stays there. You know, sometimes you do get a capacity and need that extra help. So I want to make sure that everyone that I know, um, knows how they can get involved as far as, as fostering. Now, I know um, you need donations, don't you? Well, I, on average, do you know on, on, on average how much it costs to run the shelter if you're at maximum uh, capacity, like on a, a daily basis or a weekly basis? What kind of, what kind of um, funding are you looking for to get the money in to make it run? Well, you know, um, the way we like to is because $30 um, will feed a pet for a month. Okay. Um, so sometimes it's great to just, if there's an opportunity for a reoccurring, you know, donation of just, I mean, you know what, I'm going to donate $30, just have it right, come, you know, right on checking and, and I know I'm going to, you know, you do that for a month at NOAA's. Um, and there's other programs. We, we want to, to every client to leave with their pet in a safe carrier, right? Not everybody oh, comes okay. in with a carrier. So we're trying to collect carriers of all sizes so that the women can start their life knowing that, you know, walking out the door with their cat <sighs> safe in the cat kennel wow. or up to the extra large so that, um, so that's an important, you know, opportunity I'd love to share with your, your listeners to say if you have extra carriers, yeah. um, that are sitting in the garage, you know, please consider bringing them to Noah's. We're at One West Owens, which is the corner of Bain and Owens, but and everything yeah. is on our website. But 
Do you have it set um, up where someone can purchase new ones and have them shipped directly to you? You know, some shelters. Oh, that would, yeah. You know, some, too. you know, some animal shelters, you know, the, it'll say, you know, you can, uh, you can buy dog beds from here for, you know, for our shelter, the raised dog beds and, and then it gets directly shipped to, to the shelter because I think that would also be, um, a great way of getting those in, in your hands too. But I will definitely be sharing all this information because, um, it's, it's just, you need the support of the community. It's as simple as that, you know, because, um, I, I wouldn't think that this problem is going away, unfortunately. And I think we're in a town where we're full of vices. You know, you can get cheap booze, you can gamble, you can do drugs. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, there's a wonderful side to this town. But it is the kind of town you probably shouldn't come here if you're into any of that stuff and you might fall into a bad situation. And that, when it's not good reflects on the whole family and before you know it who knows what it's you know what's going to happen to your family i've seen it happen to the best of people came right. to town had jobs da 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 got into gambling lost it all lost the wife abuse you know what i mean it, it happens a lot so i know our community absolutely needs to support you the women the kids and the dogs as well what do the kids need what kind of stuff do they need oh you know and the kids are um their perseverance is unbelievable. Um, it's a great reminder for all of us as adults sometimes. Um, you know, we have a children's center that could always use um, new books, okay. new toys, um, so that it's we have, you know, fresh things for them to, you know, and, and new, more newer items for them to enjoy and play with. Great. Um, crayons are still, you know, great. and But, um, yeah, and if you think about a, ch- a children's playroom, whether it's at their school or in their own playrooms at home, any of those type of items are really meaningful for us uh, so that the kids have a fun environment when they're, and, uh, when they're all together in the center. And do the women need, I mean, like you talked about, you learn, you teach them how to interview. Do they need, I'm assuming they need, you know, business attire, those kind of things to be able to go on these interviews. Do you do, you do any kind of a drive for that stuff? Yes, we do. We have right. a great, um, you know, business clothes closet that could always use additional clothing. So if the women have suits and or, you know, business casual type attire that they're willing to donate. No, uh, Shade Tree is a great place and it gets put to use to allow the women to walk out with their head high and yeah. feel good about themselves when they walk into an interview. Well, I'll tell you what, Stacey, what I'm going to do, um, obviously this show is going to replay it quite a few times because it's fantastic. I'm going to make sure we, we put it out there. But I'm also going to write a blog post because I think this is really important to reach my other audience that I write for because, um, like you say, if it helps one person, then we've done our job, haven't yeah, we? You know. Exactly. Um, hang on the line. We're going to take another quick break and then we're going to wrap up the show shortly after. Um, we're going to listen to some words from our sponsors and your Listen to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. We'll be right back. There's nothing more delicious and healthy than an old family recipe. And for over 50 years, our family's been creating them especially for your pets. Nutrisource Super Premium Pet Foods. Dog and cat food that's all natural, holistic, and organic. Nutrisource Pet Foods contain our patented Good for Life system for your pet's optimum health and well-being. So order now. Safe quality food made by our family for your furry family members. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. From our family to yours, Family Brands. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, 
front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. designerpetsweaters.com Hi, I'm Dr. Robin Gansert, President and CEO of American Humane Association, the country's first national humane organization. Here to tell you about our new show, Be Humane, on Pet Life Radio. Each week, we'll be bringing you the latest news and issues affecting our animal friends, and we'll also be bringing you interviews with Hollywood's biggest animal advocates, here to share tales about their pets and what they're doing to promote a more humane world. Our own highly experienced staff and friends the organization will also join us each week to share what they're up to in the animal world. I hope you'll stop by. Until then, let's always remember to be humane. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Vegas Rock Dog Radio continues. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. Now, here again, your host, Sam. Sam. And we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. My special guest today is Stacy Columbus Alonso. I love her name. I have to tell you that. Rolls off the tongue, that. Um, hang on in there, Stacy. I want to do a couple of um, announcements before we wrap up the show. Uh, we do have our next big fundraiser coming up April 24th, which is a Friday. And we haven't revealed what the uh, theme is, but it's going to be fantastic. All I'm saying is Pam and myself from Rockin' for Rescues, and we're kind of the uh, the uh, Batman and Robin of raising funds for, for rescues and organizations who need to stay funded. Uh, we've already started planning our outfits. That's all I'm going to say. So save the date, Friday, April 24th, around about 7 p.m. So all the details are going to come. It's going to be fabulous, just like our last event was fabulous. You know, live music, we had golf, we had the social event, great food, and we had the best swag bags and raffle and silent auction items, all rock and roll. So save that date. Really, really, really important uh, that we see your face at our next event because we will be benefiting two rescues in town. And what we do, is we choose different uh, organizations with every event so we can help as many um, organizations as we possibly can so there will be sponsorship um, opportunities there will be uh, we'll be looking for stuff donated for our swag bags we'll be looking for raffle and auction items and it's just going to be a really really fantastic event so I'll keep you in suspense you'll get to know about that next week or follow my page on uh, Facebook, cause that's where the announcement's going to take place. And if you haven't followed Rockin' for Rescues, then number four, Rockin' for Rescues, find Miss Pam on Facebook, follow her page, because that's where updates are going to happen also. And she's a great organization, and um, she raises a lot of money for various rescues also. So we've teamed up. Power in numbers. You know how that goes. So um, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsors because without our sponsors, of course, the shoe just wouldn't happen. Or it'd just be me and you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, though. Yeah. We hang out on a Saturday and it's fun. <laughs> so if you'd like to be a sponsor of our show, you can get hold of me through any of those links I mentioned earlier. And uh, we'll get you up and running with us. So... Um, 
Stacey, I'm so glad we had this conversation. I cannot believe we haven't met, even though you I look... Know. I kind of stalked you a little bit on Facebook, and I look, <laughs> and I, you look familiar. So we could, we could have been at certain events together, but uh, not had the introduction. I was thrilled to find out you're a friend of Kathy's over at Barking Dogs. So, um, And I know that we, we are going to get together because um, I'd like to be able to help you guys in the future. So whether we do a fundraiser or whether we you know, just get fosters on board or get some supplies taken down there or supply drive, or something that I really, really think we need to help you to continue this amazing work that you're doing for these these women, their kids, and their pets. So uh, give us the website one more time so I can get people over there and also your Facebook page too. Noah's Animal House. So Noah's, N-O-A-H-S, animalhouse.org. Please visit us today on the website and see all of our amazing success stories and how you can help. I did read about the success stories. I really liked it. I thought, wow, this is just so heartwarming to know that these animals were safe and that um, the women could and the kids could just focus on get, getting better, getting well, getting strong, having a plan, moving their lives forward and saying goodbye to the abuse, you know, that they've suffered, you know. Um, I just love it. The whole way, I read every, every word on that website. <laughs> Thank you. So I think I know everything about you. Right down to your board members. <laughs> but um, uh, I like to close the show out this way. How many minutes do we have, Mike? A couple of minutes? We've got four minutes. I like to close the show out like this every single week. Remember, you can help a pet in need. Either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, or share their information. Super important for today's show is to share uh, Noah's Animal House um, information. Rescue your next family member. Replace the word shop with adopt. And be kind to all animals. Stacey, I want to say a big, big thank you um, to you for coming on the show today. Um, this will replay, and I will let you know when it goes out again. And um, I will also let you know when I write the blog post. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. You too. Thank you. And we'll, we'll get um, make sure we share the blog post and, and Wonderful. the show today as well. And if you're um, listening to the show, um, Stacey's put out all those, all those links. Um, if you can make a donation today to that charity, um, I know that, uh, that Stacey and the whole organization will respect and appreciate your donation and just know that you'll be helping out women, kids, and pets in need. I want to thank Mike hey. for being on the mic <laughs> today. Um, runs the show beautifully every single week. And I'd like to thank you, the listeners, for being a big part of the show because, like I say, Without you guys, it's not going to happen anyway. And uh, today, you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's all about pets, people, and pop culture. I'm your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. I always kiss your pets. Good morning and good night. Have a great weekend. Have a wonderful weekend, Stacey. I will get to meet you soon, for sure. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.